0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Lance's House of Sports. Don't forget to rate the podcast, share it with a friend, and tune in weekly for weekly podcasts. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, and it's time to talk about football. We have been waiting for this since Sunday, and it's here, Ben. Let's get right into it. Divisional round playoffs Jaguars, uh, they held a tight one against the Chiefs. Uh, they were able to cover the spread late, but they ended up losing that game 27-20. Um, Eagles, straight up, dominated the Giants, winning that game 38-7. I mean, we can get it into it more later, but it was all Eagles all day long. And then, you know, your boys, Ben, Sunday, uh, the early game, they dominated that game, too, from start to finish. I mean, yeah. I hate saying it to him, giving him this fucking grin on his face, but... Bengals dominated that game from start to finish. They held Josh Allen in check, and they won that game, twenty-seven to ten. And then, of course, uh, last but not least, Cowboys versus Niners. Low-scoring game, um, like some people were predicting, and like their own Twitter account said, "self-inflicted wounds" costed them, and they lost the game, nineteen to twelve. And now we're here in Conference Championship Week, and. Getting right into it, we got to talk about the second game that's going to be going on at 6.30 on Sunday, Bengals versus Chiefs. Chiefs started as the favorites. The line changed tremendously over a day. The Bengals got all the way up to 2.5, and, and now we're back, and it's at a pick'em. So now let me introduce my boy, Ben. <laughs> we're getting right into it. Your boys, we're at, the, we're at the show now. We're at the show now. It's playoff time. We're the best players step up. I mean, just first thoughts about this game, what you're thinking, what you thought about last week. I mean, how about Joe Burrow, man? Like he's, he's as poised as they come. His his accuracy was off the chain last week. I mean, he's in the snow too. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Incredibly impressive. Not phased by anything.
1: That's Q okay. B in the league. I mean, it's definitely <laughs> a debate
0: that's about to be had. I mean Bengals versus Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Burrow. I mean, The Chiefs looked fine against the Jaguars. They were able to get it done. But, I mean, as everyone knows, Patrick Mahomes, he uh, got rolled up on, has that high ankle sprain, played through it. He's practicing this week, but there's no way in hell that man's 100% with a high ankle sprain. What type of game plan are you expecting from the Chiefs? Because, I mean, you you can't expect him to be running around like crazy like he normally does because that's how he makes plays with his feet. Uh, Obviously his arm. But
1: I mean, I think it's going to be – I don't want to say – a like a pro-style offense, because he's definitely going to be throwing in the pocket. But they're going to be more, you know, they're not going to be running play actions and, you know, RPOs where he has to get out of the pocket. And I think it's going to be, I don't know, I heard somebody say it on ESPN perfectly. He's, even when hurt, he's probably still the best pocket passer in the NFL. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to be slinging it. Uh Um, It's the AFC Championship. Everything's on the line. No excuses. Yeah, I think he'll be...
0: I definitely think he'll be ready to play. I mean, yeah. they're going to get him the right type of treatment right prior. They're going to fill and him... Adrenaline and yeah, you know, adrenaline. Yeah, adrenaline. They're going to get him all types of pills to make sure he's ready for that game. Like, you know, it's going to be in the back of his mind. Like, game's going to come down to crunch time. We know that. The last three games that these guys have played, which the Bengals have all won, by the way, um, they've all been by a field goal. So you know this game's going to be tight come the last five minutes and... There might have to be times where he has to, you know, try and expand to play, avoid, just, to, just avoid pressure, step up in the pocket. I think that's going to be really interesting to see one of definitely a, a fun thing to keep an eye on. Cause if he's not a hundred percent, then the advantage automatically goes to Joe Burrow on the Bengals late in the game. I mean, yeah, they can probably keep it tight. Their defense has been solid this season, but man, I just brought up defense and now we got to talk about that Bengals defense on Josh Allen. Like, I thought it was going to be an offensive slugfest this past weekend in the snow. And it just, I mean, it was that for the Bengals, they did what they had to do and they played conservative when they were winning. But, I mean, Josh Allen was held in check completely. And now, with a chance to go up against Patrick Mahomes and never been defeated by him in the Joe Burrow era, I believe. He is, or did he he lose a game? He has one win
1: against the Bengals in his career. Mahomes. And Joe Burrow was not on the team. Yeah, and he was not playing. Yeah.
0: So in the Joe Burrow era, they're undefeated against the Chiefs. You thinking what I'm thinking? Thinking it's going to be an offensive slugfest? Do you think the defense will step up here? I mean, that Bengals defense last week, look. It wasn't. Inc- it looked incredible.
1: I mean, Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, like, those guys are getting to the QB. DJ Reader is batting down balls. B.J. Hill is in there stopping the run. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Logan Wilson, Jermaine yeah. Pratt, Jesse yeah. Bates. Yeah. Cam Taylor-Britt's playing the best football of his life. Cam taylor He's good impressive he's good in the playoffs for me. He's good. Because,
0: I cornerback. mean, I knew of him, but I was not, like, but the he, guy that was looking for him. And you know, after like last week, I few, was...
1: It, in my opinion, if you look at his build, this could be biased. But, you know, he's 6'2". Like, he has perfect cornerback build. He has long arms. He's fast. He's a great tackler. I mean, defense looking scary. Mike Hilton is one of the best nickelbacks in, in the NFL. You know, Eli Apple still making me upset on Twitter, dude. But. He is
0: talking, man. He yeah, is he's just talking. He's I acting you like he can't the Super see Bowl. it, but I'm making the talking <laughs> thing with my with my uh, hand. He, dude, he's been yapping. Yeah. And some people are saying, you know, like uh, they're they're showing two apples and they're like uh, him uh, on social media versus him while playing, and it's like a nice ass apple on social media, and then him playing, it's like a you know two week old type apple with that <laughs> one bite in it. You
1: know. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I know he talks a lot. And no one likes him, but he's not a bad. He's player.
0: been fine. Yeah, he's but been- I mean, has he been good enough for him to? Dude, he said he said Josh Allen and Diggs need to go into therapy. I thought that was a bit too far and the thing with the heart. Yeah, yeah, with Demar Hamlin. I forgot yeah. about that too. And then I mean, on we have Twitter. to bring and then we have to bring it up too. Like what's up with all the social media saying the conspiracy theories that Demar Hamlin is actually dead. Uh, I know I saw, I saw
1: someone on TikTok and it said these are pictures from the game and it was like his full face. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was definitely there.
0: No, he was there. I uh, I can't remember who Josh Allen was whose podcast he was on yesterday, but they were talking about it and Josh Allen was like, "Yeah, that that's a joke." <laughs> like he was literally In the locker room With us before the game After the game Halftime He said like Obviously we've talked to him Like he said That's how he dresses Like <laughs> there's been Plenty of photos Of him in those White glasses you Yeah know? So yeah I mean I think it's kind of a joke But like Everyone loves Throwing out conspiracy theories And I guess nothing better Than a DeMar Hamlin scandal But <laughs> I don't think it's The right time <laughs> After just getting Spanked Whooped On Sunday But the Bills man Like is there something that they got to do to try and improve? Because this is the third year in a row now to where, like, they fall short and it's going up against potentially the best team, one of the best teams in the league, and they just can't get over that hump. This was the year I expected it. I, I mean, granted, they have been going through all the controversy, and I thought they were just going to triumph fall that. That wasn't the case. I mean, is there something they're missing? Is there s- something that they need? I, th- I mean, I think there's a couple defensive guys that – they should try and go get because it seems like I mean, yeah, they were dealing with injuries, but yeah.
1: When everybody is healthy, the Bills are the best team in the league, in yeah. my opinion. You know, yeah. Jordan Poyer, Micah
0: Hyde, Tradavius White, Von Miller. Like, I could see him getting a D lineman though. Yeah, I think they need I mean, obviously, I think they need a receiver. I think, yeah, that Stefan
1: Diggs needs For sure. help. Um, I think you know, obviously they just drafted James Cook and they have Devin Singletary, but those guys are
0: I've been digging the three man backfield, honestly. You think they're They didn't they, do very well against the Bengals, but I'm giving them their props. They played lights out.
1: I don't know. Their run game was heavily carried by Josh Allen. Yeah. I don't
0: think it should be like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough I mean, it's tough to see what the Bills do from here. I mean, they you definitely them, need
1: some alignment. Yeah. Josh they Allen get pressured too. the whole game. They couldn't run the ball.
0: I'd rather them go get, you know, a skill player out wide if they were to get an offensive player first though, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think who they can...
0: Because, yeah, of course, you always need the O-line, but it seems... When they're playing good football, it seems like they can do without you know, some top linemen because Josh Allen is so good, and he's so good at doing what he does, but... Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what the Bills do this offseason. Um, I can't remember which coach it was on the Bills, um, but they were talking about Jamar Chase and how amazing of a player he is and how his contract isn't super high because they're on that rookie deals, and... He said, like, I would not want to be in a position to where I can draft that good of a player on a rookie deal. Like, saying, like, he doesn't want to have a losing season to go get a Jamar Chase. You know, like, he said he'd rather just be good all the time. I think that's kind of bizarre, but...
1: That's cool. You can say that. Yeah. (laughs) If we just... I don't know, like... Yeah, I, don't, he, I don't care what, it, like... It
0: sounded like he was making excuses a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't I, know. Not I just... It's hard what type of word to it's say. It's a little but
1: disrespectful, but... Yeah, for
0: <laughs> sure. That's what I was thinking, too.
1: I just... He got beat. He's just salty. Yeah, like,
0: for sure. Like, you for know, sure. Jamar
1: Chase should have had two touchdowns. Like, Jamar mm-hmm. Chase, I think, is uh, better than Diggs. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Um, You know, I was thinking about that before the podcast today, and I was like, we're definitely going to have that talk. <laughs> um... I'd probably go with Jamar Chase because Stephon Diggs. I mean, he's had how many thousand yard uh, seasons in a row? A lot. But <laughs> but you know, would I rather have uh, that older receiver uh, with a lot of experience or the younger receiver who's not even in his prime yet? So I think I'd rather take Jamar Chase. You don't think he's in his prime? I don't think he is yet. What is he? Year two?
1: Yeah, he's like twenty three.
0: Give it like two more years. <laughs> I two guess. more years, and he'll be priming. Like yeah. Jay Jettis is priming. Just he's getting there, you know. Like I mean, he. How many received? 1,700? 1,800? Yeah. What was it? Yeah. Wait, a ridiculous amount. Can't. Broke yeah. the record. <laughs> 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 yeah, so he's priming right now, and I think Jamar Chase is right next. So I'd probably go to Jamar Chase. Yeah. But, you know, no discredits to Stephon Diggs. He's still – I know he only had like four catches off ten targets or whatever it was, and he's not Love happy <laughs> with Josh Allen right now. But It's
1: – back to the comment that you asked me about. Yeah. It's weird him saying that because he's acting like the Bills have always been good. Like they've never, you know, they've they've never won shit. For ten years
0: straight, they were nothing. You know. And they've had three good winning seasons. This is actually the best record they had in the three years they've been dominant with Josh Allen. Yeah.
1: And it's you know, each year they're in the playoffs, they get bounced a year earlier. Yeah. So
0: (laughs) But yeah, I was very surprised to hear that. I was I thought he would have said, like, yeah, it'd be awesome to Get an insane draft pick like that. Like we have a tanking season and we recover right away because of the type of player we're getting. You know, like yeah. I mean, I get why he, he said definitely. It. Everybody always
1: so wants to be winning, but like that's just not how the like NFL's a business. That's just not how the business works. Yeah. Some years, some of the teams are bad and
0: the other ones are good, and yeah. ten years later it'll be vice versa. So. Yeah. And <laughs> in, in this game, I mean, games in Kansas City, like I said prior. Last three matchups have all been decided by a field goal. The spread is at even after being fluctuated around all week. It could still keep moving as uh, leading up to Sunday. I know who you're taking, but let's hear it and why.
1: Taking the Bengals, yeah. <laughs> the boys from Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> that's my team. You know, I was really into the game Sunday. I'm going to be really into the game this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, a lot I of think- hard
0: high fives. A lot of scr- I get it, you know it's it's your team. I mean, yeah, I'd be the same way. Yeah, but what we'll puts him over the edge? Because Patrick Mahomes is injured; he's not a hundred percent. But they're still the Chiefs, you know. They still got that. They still got that defense with them. They still got those big time threat players and Travis Kelsey. Um, Isaiah Pacheco was no chump last week. He played tremendous. It's crazy. What's putting your boys over the edge?
1: I'm quiet because I want to say something that I think is a little blasphemous to Patrick Mahomes, but okay. I think that. This game is going to be more than a one-possession game by the end of it. I think it's going to be like a 10-point game. I think the Bengals are the better team. I don't think the Chiefs' defense is that great. You know, I could see us coming out and scoring two touchdowns like we did against the Bills
0: early. And, uh, yeah,
1: we're going to get it done.
0: I think if the Chiefs play it smart, I think they. if the Bengals lose the toss, they receive as well. Because the Bengals have been getting the ball first in these playoff games, and they get rolling right away, and then they there's no stopping them. You know, yeah. so I feel like if the Chiefs are able to get that first punch in, maybe you know get a quick lead to get that comfort comfort level up a little bit. You put that you put that trust in uh, Chiefs though with hurt hurt Mahomes. A hundred percent, a hundred percent.
1: So that's what you're doing as head coach. Well, if you're Mahomes, are, if if Mahomes the toss. is
0: and if I'm the head coach, like yes, we're game planning a little bit, like you said, maybe doing a little bit more pro style type offense. But in my mind, like if Mahomes is playing hundred percent trust, you know, like it's as if he's not even hurt. Like, yes, you're going to be game plan a little different in that aspect, but he's playing. So the trust is not different.
1: Yeah, I agree. In
0: my head. So yes, that, that's what I would do. Cause from how I've seen it, you know, the Bengals get rolling, they score right away. And even if they give up a touchdown right back, they're still rolling on offense. So once that defense gets going, it's like, it's hard to catch up. I think,
1: I think it was 14 to three at the end of the first quarter last week. Yeah. In the, Last like six, seven weeks, we're outscoring teams forty-five to three in the
0: first quarter. There you go, my point exactly. <laughs> um, But yeah, I'm I'm taking the Bengals with you. That that win against the Bills really, really,
1: sh- <laughs> dude. I was
0: impressed. I was really impressed. Their defense is especially. I yeah. mean, they did really well against Josh Allen. They did a tremendous job. On in them? my opinion. you put putting on um, you're putting money on them with me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that off the pod. I'll I'll leave that off the pod, but you know you know spreads even it's gonna keep moving. I'm running an Eagles I can see
1: Eagles that... Bengals money line little parlay two teamer <laughs> two teamer
0: yeah
1: oh yeah I had a four team parlay hit all four games got them all right
0: okay you're hot yeah Ben knows what he's talking about ladies and gentlemen Bengals
1: Eagles put it in
0: let's move on to the second game Eagles 49ers in Philadelphia. Uh, spread sitting at two and a half in favor of the Eagles. Over/unders at forty-six. We saw the Eagles on Saturday night. Oh my gosh! I mean, Jalen Hurts is healthy. <laughs> yeah, he's I mean, there's fine. no question. His first two passes implicated all of that. I mean, he's he's healthy. He's fine. They're ready to roll. Um, and then the Niners. I mean, it was a tough game, but they were playing a dominant team, uh, one of the best teams in the league, in my opinion. They just they outplayed them. They got a couple turnovers, and Brock Purdy did his job. Um, but now we're here in the final four. Um, the game is in Philadelphia. Um, Brock Purdy versus Jalen Hurts. Brock Purdy is undefeated so far in his career as a starter. What are your first thoughts on this game?
1: I think the Eagles defense is going to be overwhelming for Brock Purdy. You saw it against the Cowboys a little bit. He didn't look very comfortable in that game. You you might say he did. But I when watching him, like, you know, watching him against the Seahawks, he looked comfortable. But against, yeah. like, a good defense like the Cowboys, the Eagles, like some of those Top tier defenses. Like, yeah, I think he might struggle.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, he didn't have like those 300 yards, four touchdowns game that he's been doing all year long. Um, I'd agree that he wasn't at like the comfortable level that he's been all year, but he played with poise without a doubt. Oh, 100%. He was 12 for 19, uh, no interceptions, didn't have a touchdown, but you know, he did everything that he needs to do in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Yeah. You know, so. Um, If he keeps doing his job and he does it well, um, this game is without a doubt going to be tight because you know the Niners' defense is going to keep them in it. I mean, I I think that's my favorite matchup for this game. It's Eagles' offense versus Niners' defense because the Eagles have, debatably, the best offensive line in the league while the Niners have, debatably, the best defensive front seven in the league. So that's my favorite matchup going into it. I mean, Eagles-Niners, who you got? What's the big reason? What's the X factor in this game to put one team over the top?
1: Uh, I'm taking the Eagles. I think their defense line is too good. I think their cornerbacks are too good. Obviously, the 49ers have all the weapons in the world, but Eagles are just meshing, man. You know, they had 14 yeah. wins.
0: Like they've been rolling all year long. You can yeah. see the type of way Jalen Hurts was playing. Like they don't with, even you know, know what
1: it like feels like to lose. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, they do, and it was when they didn't have their quarterback. Yeah, you know? like so, it's whatever. Like yeah. and
1: they still were first and <laughs> yeah <laughs> NFC. So it's I'm taking the Eagles. I think their defense is too good. I think their offense is
0: just as good. (laughs) I'm I'm rolling with you. I'm taking the Eagles. I mean, I've kind of been fading the 49ers a little bit, like I say. I mean, I was against them last week, but the first week I had them. But, you know, I said watch out for the Seahawks. I'm taking the Eagles not strictly because of Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy. But I just think, like you said, that Eagles defense is just so good. I just think Brock Purdy's finally going to fall down to earth a little bit, you know, when he's finally gonna he's going to be tested and he's going to meet his match and he's I think he's going to have to put up more than you know 19 points to win this game. Yeah, because um, yeah, the 49ers' defense is no joke, but that Eagles' offense is rolling. We could see it against the Giants. I mean, that Giants' defense they're not great, but they're not no chumps either. You know, yeah. In my opinion, I would not think so. <laughs> I wouldn't think they're no chumps, and. I mean, Jalen Hurts is just playing with that type of edge. They know it's in front of him, and I think when push comes to shove, I think he makes all the right plays. Um, and I think that's going to continue. And it's going to be tough. He's probably going to get sacked a couple times. I mean, with Nick Bosa and company coming after you, he does need to watch out for Fred Warner though, because he could be anywhere. I'm taking the Eagles with you. Spreads two and a half. I'd probably just take Eagle spread, just because you know I think they win by at least field goal. I could see him win by a touchdown, and mm-hmm. they're you know home field advantage. Also, I have to bring up I. I think that's a big factor into play. Um, you know, they're not going to be in that warm, sunny weather out in San Francisco. It's going to be, I mean, right now it's looking like it's going to be in the 30s. Who knows if it's going to be snowing or not? But I think i think it's just their time. I faded away from them for a week, but Jalen is, he's healthy. He's 100% and he's ready. So I'm hopping back on the wave. I got the Eagles. But yeah, I mean, we can leave it at that with those two games. I feel like we could keep talking about it all day, but... Let's get into a little list uh, me and my boy Ben created here. Um, Four teams remaining. We made a list of the top 10 players remaining in the playoffs. And this was tougher than I thought, in my opinion, because, I mean, there was 15 to 20 guys that I thought were deserving to be on this list. But at the end of the day, you got to crack it down a little bit and got to put those 10 guys there, and that's what we did. So, (laughs) I mean, starting at one, we both had them there. I think it's without question. For now. For now, for <laughs> now, I think it's without question. Um, it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And you're with me on that. And yeah. it's just, you know, the things he's able to do throwing the ball. He's a dog. Know, just his ability. He's, his his he's ability. One of Strictly one. Strictly his ability. He's, he's <laughs> unicorn, one of on one. You're right. Um, number two, I was surprised we both had this. Not surprised, but I think you were surprised I had it too. Yeah. Because it's tough. But we both had Joe Burrow at two. Yeah. And I. He's like that. I really think his pass accuracy puts him over the edge. Like, yeah, he's able to do what those great quarterbacks do, evade pressure, expand plays. He's place. the most accurate he quarterback he ever needs to. so far. But his accuracy is... One of one. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say. I mean, we say one of one a lot. That's why I'm trying to hold myself. But his accuracy is top two in the league, if not the best in the league. You yeah. Know?
1: I mean, he does other things so well, too. Like, yeah, the way he... Can look at a defense and change plays on the bat at the line yeah. of scrimmage, and every time he says "kill, kill," you know, I'm, I get excited. Yeah. I'm like it's gonna work. Like yeah. Joe Burrow's like, yeah. If Joe Burrow thinks it's gonna work, it's gonna work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, in every
1: phase, he's all the trust,
0: and he's just getting <laughs> better and better. He's only yeah. in year three, and he barely even had a rookie year. Yeah, played very minimal games.
1: He has an MVP coming his way pretty yeah. soon.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, at 3 we were the same there. It was easy. Nick Bosa. I think it you know be debatable to put Nick Bosa at 2 even at 1 honestly. Probably not 1 just yeah, because Mahomes, Mahomes is the best it's player tough, NFL, yeah. But you know Nick Bosa's the biggest threat defensively that anyone's ever seen. More than Aaron Donald? Dude, he's so good. Aaron Donald and the Bosa's Super Bowl dude. Nick Bosa is so good. Okay, yeah, I'm Aaron Donald I'm getting a little otherwise. excited saying that. But he dude, he's incredible.
1: He is incredible. He's incredible. He might win. He might win defense player of the year. He might. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we'll we'll get into that a little more later, but yeah.
1: (laughs) He's, yeah, he's incredible, but he's not Aaron Donald. Like Aaron Donald, people are saying Aaron Donald was the best player in the NFL, like last year.
0: Uh, He got a little banged up, didn't
1: he? Yeah. I mean, Aaron Donald is. That's just how the
0: NFL works. You know, one one big injury can always. I think he's going to retire too.
1: Yeah. Um, That's
0: what sucks about the NFL. You know, one big injury and your career could be over. I mean, yeah, he's
1: old too. You know, he got his ring. Yeah. I'm shocked he didn't retire after the Super Bowl. Yeah. To Me
0: too, honestly.
1: But Me too. I thought they were gonna run it
0: back, you know. They were Super Bowl favorites before the year even started. Yeah. So <sighs> yeah. That's crazy. Feel bad for McVay. Yes. How about McVay saying he's gonna come back? Took a few days to think about it.
1: I don't know why he'd leave. Still um, know well he said
0: he he said he'd maybe want to like step away from football and be like go to the booth. Retire or, at being an analyst. Thirty five. Just because he retires <laughs> doesn't mean he can't come back, you know.
1: I guess he's just so young, honestly. but he has
0: such a smart mind. Like, he'd make obviously
1: an <laughs> not insane as much amount as of money now. Too. <laughs> I mean, maybe not
0: as much, but what's it? What's he making now? Do you know? Like, I'm sure he's Probably making a like seven million, eight yeah. million, but like, he'd still make like four, five, six Hair, though, huh? Dude, anywhere yeah, anyone would of want, of want him, dude. LA with brand dude, new ESPN, football stadiums, CBS, Fox, anyone would want him, dude. He's a you're genius. talking like. Because he was thinking about that. He was thinking yeah. maybe that's what he wants to do. And, you know, people do that. Like Gruden yeah. did that. Like I saw
1: Matt Ryan on uh, ESPN. He was yeah, he's going to do that. He, he fit fly. the role. He fit the role. He
0: did. Yeah, he was doing it right. <laughs> doing the right type of daps. Uh, <laughs> anyways, at four, you know, I had him at six on my list. You put him at four, and with the type of guys we had, we ended up putting him at four. But it's Travis Kelsey, and, you know, it's a good argument. You know, he's one of the best tight ends ever. I think it's yeah. arguable that he is the best tight end ever. Yeah. Him, Tony Gonzalez, and Gronk. Yeah. So, but, you know, he's just such an X factor on that team, too. Like, everyone was saying without Tyree Kill, that Chiefs team would not be the same, and they're the exact same. And I think it's Travis Kelsey, you know, just, he's yeah. just a different type of X factor. He's, he's just such a the best at his position ever.
1: He's impossible to guard, you know? Yeah. Because if you put, you
0: can't you put know, a linebacker on you him. You put like,
1: I, like Mike Hilton on him, like Travis Kelsey has five inches on him. Like, yeah. Fifty pounds. <laughs> you can't put a linebacker on <laughs> no, him either. Too slow. Yeah, safety's too small. So it's just you got to double team them at all times.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to double team a tight end. Yeah,
1: like lined up on on the yeah. line or yeah. in the slot. Like
0: yeah. So stuff. I mean, it's it's fair putting them there at five. I had him at five on my list. You had him at a seven. Um, moved him up to five. Um, eventually, it's Jalen Hurts. I think he's you know up and coming. He's still not even at his peak performance, and he looks absolutely tremendous. I don't know if that was the right spot for him. I really think it is. You do? I really do. I don't know if he's better than, like, a Fred Warner. I mean, come on. Are you really about to <laughs> spoil my list here? Our list? How are you about to do that? Stop. So we got Fred Warner <laughs> at six on the list. I mean, I had Fred Warner at four on mine, but you had him all the way down at 10. Yeah, I so That was bad. So I don't know what you were doing there because now you're saying you don't know if he's better. But <laughs> <laughs> but so, we, I mean, we had Jalen Hurts at five, Fred Warner at six. It's I, just, I think they're interchangeable. I think it's I fine. did it
1: because of how valuable the quarterback position is. Like, yeah, Because it's hard to compare guys like that. But like Fred Warner is like master
0: class, like best at his position. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: so it's just it was tough making that list. It's man. tough, but we got we got we got Jalen Hurts at
0: five. And I think it's honestly fine because yes, because of the value that he brings to that team, but also just going back to poise, the poise that he plays with and how smart he is, how intelligent. Like, you know, he's he's the one that's you know, Audible and plays too, you know, like making the right reads on on read options, um, pass run options, you know, choosing to scramble, to run, to throw on the run, because he can do all those types of things and his ability to throw downfield is underrated as well. I agree. He has a cannon. Yeah. I mean, it's hard what else to say because you, they know we got Fred Warner coming up next, but, I mean, he's just... Yeah, it's the X factor and how much he means to that team that what I think puts him at five at our list. Um, six, we got Fred Warner. You literally said it. He's the guy at his position. Probably no one better in the league right now, arguably. But, yeah, like I said, like I I could put him all the way up to four. Yeah. Like He's just him and Nick Bosa. I mean, if the they're playing their crazy. if they're playing their best, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> they still got plenty more guys to go along with that. I mean, that's what makes them so good. It's what makes them so dangerous. And I feel like the linebacker spot is such an important spot for a defense as well that it makes him that makes him have that much more of an impact is what I'm yeah. trying to say. I'll let you take over the 7 spot anyways because you know who's coming up. Um, You had him at five on your list. Um, You had him up pretty high. I had him at eight. Well-deserving. Coming up. Dog. Jamar Chase. Um, Uno. He's at at seven, and he's sitting in front of a bunch of pretty talented guys that are remaining on these team. Uh, What puts him over the edge? What does it to you? What made you want to put him at five?
1: Besides, like, Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, he's definitely the most explosive player left in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Just watch the film. He's a he's a dog. Like he does it he does it all like except for run the ball. His hands fast, breaks out of tackles. Like there were first downs. We ran a we ran like a quick pitch to him. And I thought he was gonna get stopped at the you know like line of scrimmage, but just got the first down. Like he's
0: surprising how good he is at evading uh, tackles. Yeah, exactly. Yes. (laughs) I agree with you on that. He's tremendous, but I mean the reason why I I had him at eight, like I said, but I mean, the reason why he's on my list and why I think makes him so much better is that connection with Joe Burrow, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like because that connection, like Jamar Chase can be open at all times whenever he needs it. Cause I don't, I don't know nah, how else to say it. I but, agree. You know, I know what you're saying, yeah, he just, <laughs> whenever Burrow needs him, like he will be in that position for yeah. him. And I feel like that's evident. I think that's a. I think that's a tremendous skill set. I mean, chemistry matters, and yeah, it takes some players longer than others. But you know, they played in college together, and now they've been in the league for a couple of years together. And I think it's just such a bigger deal than people probably talk about. And I think that's why I have. I think that's why the Bengals are so good. Honestly, obviously their defense and everything else too. And I'm getting a little off topic, but
1: they just have a ton of
0: chemistry on that. I think it was a tremendous. Tremendous pick taking Jamar Chase instead of a Penesul, yeah, in that draft a couple of years ago. I mean, yeah, because that chemistry is something that you can't like. You can't buy that, you know. You can't. That's that's luck getting something like that. Yeah, that's hard to get in the league. So that's why he's there at our list or on the list where he is. At eight, we got CMC. Um, it sounds like he's low, you know, when we say Christian McCaffrey at eight, but you know, there's just so many talented guys. You had him at six. I had him at ten. But, you know, CMC is just one of the best running backs in the NFL. He has lots of agility and speed, so he's able to be that type of, you know, speed back, but he also has strength to him. You know, yeah. he's also able to be a power back when needed. And I think he's kind of been trying to prove that since being on the 49ers so he can get more plays and get more touches in the red zone. But And he's also a receiving back. He's able to block for you when he needs to. He's, he's able to be on the field all three downs. He's a three-down back. So that's why I, I mean, play
1: Elijah Mitchell so much, though. Like there were times in the, in the Cowboys game, I was like, "Where is C Mac?" Like, yeah. it was like a close game, and Elijah Mitchell was not there for a whole they possession. They nearly split. I feel yeah. like,
0: and I get it. Like, I, 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 always talk about it on this podcast. Like, I love having that dual threat running backs. Like, I think it just makes your offense it's a game that changer. much crazier. Keep guys yeah. rested. Makes your yeah. offense that much crazier, but it doesn't mean you can't play C Mac like seventy percent of the time. You know? Yeah, I'd like, like to see him on the field. Deserving.
1: I'd like to see him on the field together, more. and even.
0: Yeah, I I would like that too. Cuz well,
1: they're both cuz Elijah Mitchell is great. Like, yeah, he's a receiving back as well. Not like discrediting Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. But CMC. You know, like yeah, yeah, it's just that guy. It's Christian McCaffrey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it should be known to why he's on this list. At 9 we got Trent Williams. I had him as an honorable mention on my list. I had him on there and then I took him off cuz it was tough. You had him at 8. Um but you know, he's debatably the, the most best. important and it's it's crazy saying this because of how many weapons they have, but he's debatably the, one of the most important pieces on that Niners offense. Yeah. You know, me and Ben were talking about a little bit before. I think the tackle position is the most important position on an offensive line, especially on the blind side because he's yeah. on the blind side, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just being able to have that safety there on your blind side, on your left side, I think it's just so important, especially for a rookie like Brock Purdy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he's just a tremendous player. He's able to do everything really well. Um, He's been doing it for quite some time now, and it's well-deserving that he's on this list.
1: Yeah, and he's, like, I feel like he's, aside from being a great player, like, he's such a good, um, like, leader for the 49ers team. Like, you know, you see him walking out of the tunnel with the boombox with Debo. Yeah. You know, it's just, like, he's, like, the soul of that team.
0: Yeah. So it's... Because it's nice to have a wise guy like that, you know, on your line, being able to see what's coming up front. But yeah, the camaraderie definitely matters as well. Yeah. You know, it helps bring trust with the team, the chemistry, like we were talking about with Jamar and Joe Burrow.
1: Like what you're saying with Brock Purdy and
0: like having that guy on your blind side, like that's
1: just like one less thing he has to think about. Like he's nearly never has to worry about getting sacked from
0: behind. Yeah. So it's. And that's a blessing. Yeah. If people that don't, you know, aren't football, you know, geek heads, like that don't know that, like, Like I said, it's probably the most important piece on that offense. And they have Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Elijah Mitchell, you know. like So it just goes to show how big of a role he plays. Um, At 10, I think it could have gone to anyone. I mean, there was a bunch of guys that we left off that we didn't want to leave off. But we both think he matters enough to be 10 on this list, and it's George Kittle. And obviously he's such an X factor on that offense too, the way he's able to block – and help protect. That's what makes their O line that much better, too. Because when when Kittle's blocking on the and you got six guys blocking, it's almost impossible to get to Brock Purdy. And then, you know, he'll block, and after two seconds, then he'll shed and go out for a route, go downfield if he sees Purdy in trouble, like he did and made that tremendous play, uh, made that kind of one handed bobble grab um, last week. It changed the whole momentum of that game. Yep. George Kittle's a momentum changer. And when he gets involved in the offense, whether it's just blocking or catching balls, he he matters. He makes them that much better. I agree. So I think that's why he deserves to be on that list.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. He's right behind Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah. Kelsey's just insane as a receiver. Yeah. You know? I mean,
1: he's probably has more Kittle's a better more blocker. Though, receiving you know? nerds and yeah. A lot of your favorite wide receivers. You yeah. Know? yeah. 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 <laughs> Seriously.
0: He is he's a wide receiver one in fantasy football. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Kittle's definitely the better blocker. Yeah. You know, I so um that gives them that different type of edge because yeah that's what you expect from a lot of tight ends but you know travis kelsey's that one of one one of the best ever he's mainly a receiver on a couple honorable mentions we had um one guy that i had on the list that ben left off is was chris jones i think he's going to be huge for the chiefs he's going to have to help get to joe burrow help bring pressure up the middle because if joe burrow's just sitting there freely in the pocket doing whatever he pleases this game's not going to be close I think because the Bengals can score in bunches. Yeah. So I think it all. St- I think it starts with that front, that front line, and Chris Jones, the leader of that. So that's why I had him on my list. Um, a guy that you had that we left off um, was Darius Slay. You know, I honestly think James Bradbury's is better than him. Do you? Yeah. I mean, they're so both good. really good.
1: I wanted to put like both of them like a slash yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Because you was, can put that you wasn't allowed. Yeah, but I think they're interchangeable.
0: So they're both honorable mentions for us. Yeah. (laughs) And they're key factors in that secondary for the Eagles when you were talking about that game. When Brock Purdy's pressuring, he's going to have to sling that ball downfield. He's going to have to keep eyes on those guys because if he's throwing one-on-one balls to those guys, it's danger. That's danger zone. So they're well-deserving of the honorable mention. But, you know, there's you know Lane Johnson, too. Jason Kelsey. Um, I thought Logan Wilson was deserving to be on the honorable mention. I think he's that big of an X factor on that Bengals defense. And I said it before, like I think the linebacker position, especially the middle linebacker position matters tremendously. And, you know, he's right there in that spot. So, yeah, and and he does a good job too. Yeah. Who else? Debo. Yeah. Debo Samuel. Yeah. He's on my honorable mention.
1: Cause he, he runs the ball just as much as Chris McCaffrey does. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, he, he, he like, he plays every snap of the game. It's, It's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: No, nah, I mean He's there's, different. there's a bunch of guys. I mean, the type of guys that I have here that I didn't couldn't put down, you know, it's crazy. Um, but that's our top ten list. Agree to disagree, but it'll be interesting to see how these games play out, man. Yeah. I mean, we can get a little ahead of ourselves. I mean, if you guys end up matching up against the Eagles in the Super Bowl, I mean that'd be the best oh Super Bowl gosh. of like the decade. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That game would be incredible. Yeah. I don't I don't know who I'd get in that game. Obviously, we gotta watch these games play out. But yeah, I'm excited for Sunday. Yeah. It's going to be it's awesome. crazy.
1: It's equally as likely in my opinion to be chiefs to be, 49ers. Yeah. To be <laughs> yeah. Totally could be. Yeah. Um, so. and that
0: super bowl would be incredible. Yeah. Pat Mahomes versus Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant versus the best.
1: Yeah. It wouldn't be low scoring this time. It'd actually be a good game.
0: You think so? Yeah.
1: Last time they played, it was like 13 to 10, wasn't it?
0: I honestly think if the Niners can get past the Eagles, they can get past anybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, so.
1: Eagles are the best team in football in my opinion. Yeah. Um, as a Bengals fan, it sucks saying this, but I—they're my Super Bowl favorite. Obviously, yeah. next week, if you know, Bengals you get it really done, well, and we're getting—we're playing against the Eagles. I'm picking the Bengals. are hammering them. Yeah, yeah, I'm picking the Bengals.
0: But <laughs> yeah,
1: realistically, the Eagles are probably the best team yeah. in the
0: NFL. They're just so well-rounded. Yeah, no weakness. Yeah, yeah, the running game is incredible. Kenneth Gainwell had over 100 yards. <laughs> yeah, and he Boston didn't even Scott, have as many carries Miles as Miles as Miles Sanders. Boston yeah. Scott had a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, they get everyone involved. Jalen Hurts runs the ball. They're a run first offense, and that's winning football, being yeah. a run first offense, being able to be two dimensional in that aspect. So they're like a
1: yeah, like a better Ravens team. Yeah. Oh, way better Ravens team. Now, like they play the same way. Obviously, they're better, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I they're know. Very what you mean. run first. I do know like, what you mean. Yeah. Read options. Yeah.
0: I like that. You know, to finish up our football talk, um, the finalists came out for all the big time awards that are going down February 9th, and we can't do a podcast without talking about that in my The first one that I want to bring up, biggest award there is, MVP. (laughs) Um, The five finalists for it, your boy, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and Justin Jefferson's in that as well. Um, I believe Patrick Mahomes is the runaway favorite. Um, But who do you think is uh, most deserving of this MVP?
1: When do they vote
0: on that? I don't know when they vote, but I know it's announced February 9th.
1: Okay. Because it's just like, I don't know when the votes are due. Because yeah. obviously it's supposed to be just based off regular season, correct? Yeah,
0: it would. Yeah, it but
1: is. voting is very biased. Like if Joe Burrow's about to be in the Super Bowl, like
0: Nah, <laughs> I don't. Nah, they're they're gonna do their job.
1: Trust. All right. Then yeah, it should, pa- pa- it, it should be. I wouldn't be shocked if they voted. You
0: know, because th- how would they know the finalists if they didn't yeah. vote? You know, so.
1: it should be Justin Jefferson. I hate
0: to say that, but yeah. That's really fair. Is that who you'd take? Yeah, it should be Justin. You take Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, it won't be,
1: but it's it's a quarterback award. It'll yeah, be Pat Mahomes
0: or Jalen Hurts or yeah, Joe Burrow. <laughs> like you said, you said it's a quarterback award, <laughs> and that's probably why I take Patrick Mahomes. But let me tell you this: if Jalen Hurts didn't miss those two weeks and the Eagles kept on winning, they beat the Cowboys and I can't remember who the loss was after that. But let's say they kept winning, I would give the award to Jalen Hurts. Seriously, yeah, that's I not- think he had it. Incredible year. I agree. Incredible year. I agree. I mean, it's hard to say much else because, I mean, he doesn't turn the ball over hardly ever. I mean, he's two-dimensional. He's able to do everything. Um, He used his weapons that he is provided with, um, and he led the team to the best record in football. So, But uh, I'm going to give it to Patrick Mahomes because he did get hurt for a couple weeks. Mahomes got those stats, you know. um, 52, 42. Yeah, Joe Burrow and Josh Allen are right behind at 35, but Patrick Mahomes is the top at 41. 5,200 passing yards. Yeah. Um, The next closest person was 500 yards away, Justin Herbert. Yeah. So, yeah, MVP him. Um, (laughs) Give him the award. Offensive player of the year. The nominees are Tyreek Hill, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Jefferson. And I'm going to go ahead and say right now. I think it should be Justin Jefferson. Offensive player of the year. Um, 100%. Best receiving season of all time. He's off the charts. He makes that Vikings offense that much better. He's the reason they win games. Yeah. Um, Give him the award. You agree with me?
1: Yeah. Heard. 100%. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't even think there's anything else to be said. No. Tyreek Hill had a great year. Did not slow down at all switching offenses going from Mahomes to Tua. You know, we just talked about Mahomes and Jalen. They're both very uh, deserving. But, you know, if the MVP is a quarterback award, OPOY should be position player. So I agree. I'm giving it to Jay Jettis, um, defensive player of the year. Uh, you know, only
1: if they don't give the MVP to Jalen Hurts, he might win offensive offense. Offensive player of the year, he might. I wouldn't be surprised. They might have to give him a award.
0: I think all three <laughs> of those guys are deserving of an award. Yeah, but,
1: but Justin Jefferson gotta win something. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> gotta. Yeah, I mean, with 1,800 receiving yards, 128 catches, I mean, yeah. All that needs to be said. And he's <laughs> just getting started. That's the awesome thing. The next generation of players are so good. Yeah. Um, defensive Player of the Year Award. Um, uh, Chris Jones is a nominee. Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa. Um, who you think uh, is deserving of that award? I
1: would say Nick Bosa. Yeah. Yeah, he dominated. Mm-hmm.
0: Dominated all season.
1: He's like first in every pass rushing stat.
0: Yeah. He led the league in sacks as well. Yeah. Out.
1: Yeah. So... I'm going Nick Bosa. He's that guy. He's yeah. a game changer. He's a game wrecker.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, w- I mean, I would go between Bosa and Micah Parsons. Yeah. You know, those 18 and a half sacks is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they, they got an extra game on there. Micah only had 14 more tackles than Bosa. I'm probably giving the edge to Bosa. Yeah. You know, just his ability to get to the quarterback is unlike any other. Yeah. But Micah Parsons, in my opinion, is the second best Defender in the league right now.
1: Nick Bosa the first.
0: Probably. Yeah. 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 I'm mean, giving him the DPOI. So yeah. So we agree with that one as well. I like that. The next award. Uh, I really enjoy this award. I was waiting for this one to come out. See who the nominees are going to be. Um, the comeback player of the year award. The nominees are Geno Smith, Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. I think it's deserving to go to Saquon. Do you? I do.
1: It's tough for me. Because I feel like it could easily go to C. Mac just because you know he gets hurt last season, yeah. comes back healthy, yeah. gets traded, and is instantly like the best player on their offense. Yeah,
0: I mean he was the best, <laughs> obviously the best player on the Panthers too. Yeah, his stats are even better in Carolina, but it was because he was their offense. That yeah. was it. Yeah. Um. So I think they're both deserving. Gino. I mean, was he injured last year? I, I mean, don't or is really it just because he counts. didn't really play and now he's a starter? It, I guess. I don't. Know. I I'd prefer to give it to CMC or Saquon. Yeah. No discredit to Geno. He had a ridiculous year. Um. I just think you know with all the injuries that Saquon has had over his career, and a lot of people were doubting him coming into the season, first year healthy in a while, um. And he did what he did. I just, I that's why I give him my award. The yeah. Way, I don't way,
1: hate that. Yeah. Saquon, it was tough because I feel like he digressed as.
0: Saquon? Yeah,
1: as the year went on. Uh and CMAT got better. Um, like towards the end, he wasn't getting nearly I mean he was getting I mean, he's getting touches, but he wasn't getting the yards. Like
0: I mean I mean Saquon finished with thirteen hundred rushing yards. Yeah, he's a dog. And ten touchdowns. Yeah. He's a that, dog. That was that was fourth in the league behind Chubb, Derrick Henry, and Josh Jacobs. CMC was down at 8, 1,100 rushing yards. But um, CMC had
1: the most total yards in the league, right? Outside of quarterbacks.
0: Um I don't have that stat pulled up exactly. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised just because of how involved he is in the passing yeah. game. Let's see. This season he averaged uh, 46 receiving yards a game. Saquon averaged uh, 21 receiving yards a game. So that's 40 a game more. Yeah. Probably probably higher total yards. Um, it's tough. I mean, they're yeah, both great tough. players. Yeah. Obviously both deserving. Yeah. I just want to give it to Saquon just because of the amount of injuries he's been through. You yeah. know, and. How much he was doubted. Like no one was doubting CMC this season. Okay. Everyone was doubting Saquon. Coach of the Year candidates. Uh nominees that we got right here. Uh, I didn't know they could do five of them, but there's five of them. Um Nick Sirianni, Kyle Shanahan, Brian Dable, Sean McDermott, and Doug Peterson. Out of those five, who's your who's your C O T Y?
1: Doug Peterson.
0: Yeah? Really?
1: Yeah. Surprised me a little Duval. bit here is that. <laughs>
0: Just because they made the playoffs or
1: uh no. I think it's because tra uh Trevor Lawrence went from being, you know, one of the worst quarterbacks in the league n- last year to I saw somebody top five quarterbacks today had Trevor Lawrence at five.
0: I see a lot of people with that. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but I disagree. I know he's up and coming and he's coming up, but there is a lot of talented quarterbacks in the NFL still. Yeah. Like are you kidding Trevor me? Trevor Lawrence is nice. I mean, come on. Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert.
1: I think he's better than Lamar.
0: No, nah, I don't think he's better than Lamar. I think I'd rather have Lamar. I don't. Lamar went through a little injury phase. Yeah, anyway, He had a, a poor year point than only, and now everyone's off on him. But Yeah,
1: my point ahead. is he took you know a struggling Trevor Lawrence Jaguars team, won like, what, four games last year or something like that. I think it was like two. Yeah, two games, whatever. And, yeah, they had the first pick in the draft, didn't they? Trayvon Walker. Yeah. Yeah, and you know he's now getting put in top five quarterback lists. And they went to the playoffs. They won a playoff game. I don't know. And that's I think it's and I think it's crazy because their team is not very good. Yeah, like looking I mean, at got the talent, guys.
0: though. Etn. I mean the the receivers aren't insane. Yeah, the receivers are bad. But I mean, say they're Jones, not bad. Though. Marvin Jones, Kirk. Marvin Jones like he's 30, their main guy. Years they, pay, old. they paid for Christian Kirk.
1: Yeah, but he's not a. He's not a he, wide receiver. He, one on a lot of teams. Did he have a
0: thousand receiving yards this year? He might have. I think, I think you're discrediting did, yeah. Christian Kirk a little bit.
1: Not discrediting him. There are a lot of guys that had a thousand yard years.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, those guys are all insane.
1: Not all of them.
0: They're all good as fuck. Like Amari Cooper is good as fuck.
1: I agree with no, that. No, he's not but a top like, five receiver, but he's good. There as are two fuck. rookie wide receivers with a thousand yards, and they're not wide receiver ones,
0: in my opinion. What? You know, you Garrett have- Wilson and Olave. Come on, those are our boys. I know those are our boys. Those guys are just going to keep getting better, too.
1: No, they're going to be nuts. Yeah. But, like, this year they weren't, you know, like Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, if you put them on a decent team, they're probably not a wide receiver one. I'm just saying that there are guys that had 1,000 yards that aren't crazy. I don't think 1,000 yards is a crazy stat for a wide receiver to get. Jamar Chase missed four games and had 1,000 yards. I think it's an impressive
0: stat because it shows that Christian Kirk is the reason that Trevor Lawrence can be good. Because no. he's able to get Christian, he got Kirk more hope than
1: that. I think Evan Ingram is super underrated.
0: Well, yeah, Evan Ingram too. But the first option is Christian Kirk. Yeah, um, I agree with you that it was impressive him doing that turnaround. Yeah, but I mean, Urban Meyer was a mess last year with that team. It was all over the place. Exactly. That's and why we kn- and I we knew, like and we knew even and more. we knew the talent of Trevor Lawrence. Right. We knew it was bound to come. I'm sure he knew of it. And it's impressive to see them take that leap. But I mean, they were only nine and eight. Right? Like they barely made the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but they beat the a team that people were saying is sleeper for the Super Bowl. Like Yeah. I don't know. I Yeah, they did I think win it was impressive. Game.
0: But this is a regular season award. I understand. McDermott is a good debate because they did have the record they did. Um Shanahan, obviously, Sirianni, obviously, Dable. Zach Taylor's gonna super be impressive.
1: disrespected. Stop. By the way, I'm gonna say that right now.
0: You can only put five guys on here. I it's think fine. Dable's more deserving than Zach Taylor,
1: honestly. That, you can say that. I think Dable and Doug Peterson both are. Yeah. But I don't think—
0: It's because of what they're working I don't think, like—, like Compared to what Zach Taylor's Like, working. obviously, Kyle Shanahan,
1: season. Sean McDermott, they're great coaches, but, you know, these their teams were just as good last year. I don't understand—like, I don't know why they're on the list and a guy like Zach Taylor's not, or Andy Reid. Like, why aren't they on the list? Why is Sean McDermott on the list when he just has
0: the best roster in the NFL? <laughs> they win games the roster, dude. Halfway through the season, you said Zach Taylor should be on the hot seat,
1: so. yeah. And I changed my mind, he hasn't, yeah, obviously, they're looking like them he right lost now. Was the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> this is tough for me. I think I'd give the award to either Sirianni or Dable. I
1: would, I like Sirianni
0: a lot. Um, I'd probably give it, mm, I'd probably give it to Sirianni just because of how dominant the Eagles have been all season. I'm like, yeah, they're the best that, uh, team in the league, but they did it in a tremendous fashion as well.
1: I'm surprised there's no Dan Campbell on that one.
0: Um, I'm i know a little obviously little surprised like too. Ox, but, but you know they—they
1: they didn't make the playoffs. Their record wasn't yeah. tremendous, but you know they won. Yeah, He'll three be games up there. last year.
0: He'll be up there soon for sure. Yeah. Um, I think second place should go to Dable though, and I think if he yeah. wins the award, it's so deserving because that Giants team is not—it's re- not really that talented. It's not no, so many weak points, and yet they won eleven games. Was it? So they I went, think it was. No, they
1: went like nine, seven, and one or no, so. dude. Yes.
0: Nope. Yes. Nope. Yeah, I'm they right. won nine games.
1: Yeah, they were like nine, seven, and one.
0: They did go nine, seven, and one. Yeah, like. All right, I was thinking they won eleven games. I'm yeah. giving the <laughs> I'm giving the award to Sirianni. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Dable fourteen did, wins. Dable did a tremendous job. Fourteen and three, and two of those losses were without Jalen Hurts. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm getting I'm giving it to Sirianni. Um, offensive rookie of the year. Um, Olave was left off this finalist list. Um, it was Garrett Wilson, Kenneth Walker, and Brock Purdy. It's an interesting list, in my opinion. It
1: is, because Brock Purdy doesn't have the stats, but he's probably but the, the best rookie. he was starting.
0: Yeah. Um, That's interesting. I, be I, surpri- I bet they give him the award. You think? I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Quarterback Orton. <laughs>
0: mm, I don't know about that exactly. <laughs> no, but it's not. Um, he didn't yeah. lose, you know. Had 300 yards, three touchdowns a game. I don't know. Garrett
1: Wilson's a dog. He
0: is a dog. But so is Lave.
1: Yeah, and so is Kenneth Walker.
0: Kenneth Walker played really well, too. Yeah. Because my argument for not taking Kenneth Walker is because he didn't play the first four games or whatever it was. Yeah, Brock Purdy didn't play the first seven, eight, <laughs> or whatever it was. You know, yeah, nine. he's only played. He's know. only
1: played nine games. Yeah, so he didn't play till like
0: week ten. So, so, it's crazy. Yeah, who are you giving the award to?
1: I'm probably giving it to Kenneth Walker. Yeah, yeah, I think he's already certified top five RB in the
0: league, mm-hmm. top six. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's such a debate. You can is. save that for the offseason. That's <laughs> tough, man. Top six in the league? Yeah. It's tough. It's a lot of good running backs. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you. I'm giving Kenneth Walker the award. Yeah. Um, I think Garrett Wilson had a good year. <sighs> um,
1: Garrett Wilson's a good candidate, though. He had 1,000 yards was, receiving with the worst quarterback yeah. situation you could have. Joe
0: Flacco, Zach Wilson. And Mike White. And Mike White. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough.
1: I'm, uh, now that I'm talking about the Jets, I'm surprised Robert Sala wasn't on the list either.
0: Um, I don't know. They kind of fell off at the end of the year.
1: They fell off, but man, that's not his fault. That Zach Wilson's trash.
0: No, he's a great coach too. <laughs> he's he'll be in the league for a long time. Yeah. Um. Last award we're talking about: defensive rookie of the year. They're all deserving, in my opinion: Sauce Gardner, Aiden Hutchinson, and Tariq Woolen.
1: I'm going, probably Tariq Woolen. Yeah. Yeah, Tariq Woolen's.
0: Just the stats that Sauce, Yeah,
1: season. Sauce had a lot of... Like, obviously, he got a lot of the talk because he got picked so high
0: in the draft, but... And he has been. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he's been, been
1: in spectacular, but yeah. Tariq Wollin's like... I mean, I think both of them are pretty close to top five cornerbacks in the league, but Tariq Wollin's different. You know, he's 6'3". He runs like a 4'3". He's just a... He's a freak.
0: Yeah. No, I'm I agree with you. I just think, I mean... Obviously, the Seahawks.
1: Who is who is the other guy? Sauce Gardner, Tariq, and who's a fan? Hutchinson. Mm, yeah, I'm not giving it to him. Right. <laughs> nah. Hell no. <laughs> He's a bitch. Not a fan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I understand why you're not a fan. <laughs> he had a good year.
1: Yeah, and I mean, he had four interceptions as a defensive end. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, he could win it, too, but I'm t- I think Sauce and Tariq are just too good at their position.
0: Yeah, no, I... I, I would give it to Saucer, Tariq, and... There are
1: a lot better defensive ends in the league than
0: Aiden, Aiden. Hutchinson, but I don't think there are a lot better cornerbacks than Tariq Woolen or Sauce Gardner. That's fair. That's really fair. <laughs> That's a good take. I think there's a lot more talented defensive ends than there are cornerbacks, though.
1: I'd agree. Because, like, corner- you know, I mean, cornerback- like cornerbacks
0: fall off after a few years of prime, and then they dip right away.
1: But cornerback is... In my opinion, the hardest position. Yeah, it's a tougher
0: position. You're right.
1: You just have to predict guy like where guys like Tyree Kill are going to end up. Like yeah, that guys that run four hard. threes like it's crazy, and they're two of the best at it.
0: Yeah. So that does it for our award talk. Um, but the last couple of things I just want to briefly bring up before we end the show today. You know, my first question is, you know, Dak Prescott. He's getting a lot of hate right now. He's Obvious, mid. Obviously, just came off a tough loss. Had a couple of interceptions. I think I know what you're going to say, and I agree with you. Can Dak ever lead a team to a championship? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think he can. Yeah. There's too many good quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Unless yeah. he gets a roster, you know, like the Rams had with last year. You know, unless he gets a roster like that. I guess, but his roster is already so
0: good. Their roster is incredible. I agree, but they're, incredible. N- they're not
1: nearly as good as the Rams roster was
0: last year. It's incredible, though. Cooper I was up. expecting a whole lot more from Dak Prescott last week. I was disappointed, man. Um, I mean, yeah. He's- I mean, yeah, it's tough when you're going up against a defense like that. I mean, your receivers are CD, Dalton Schultz, and then it goes to, like, you know, Michael Gallup, T.Y. Hilton. Um, Who am I forgetting? No Brown. But I, I don't think I, I ever see him leading a team to a championship either. He's a good quarterback. He's going to be in this league for a long time. But, you know, it unless you have, you know, that type of team, that team – I mean, the only person I can think of that did it and it surprised everyone was Nick Foles, you know. Um
1: And he had that he had that type of team that
0: year yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he had a pretty incredible team. Um so I mean it's just tough. It's something Jerry Jones really I'm very interested to see how Jerry Jones takes his off season. I know he's salty, man. Every year, Giants, their entire fan base, everyone in the world, you know, it just goes through a cycle. You've seen that cycle on social media, right? Um, they have a tremendous off season. They show that they're one of the best teams in the league, um, and then they always choke in the playoffs. You know, they have a great off season, great regular season. They look like they can potentially win the Super Bowl, and then they choke in the playoffs. And then it's just a cycle again. And yeah. Again, and again. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's something they got to change, but Dak Prescott's not the one. I think that's. I think that's been answered. I agree
1: because the Cowboys were. I hate make, I hate doing this, but if you put like.
0: Some of these other quarterbacks
1: on the Cowboys, like I think they're like definitely winning the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, name a couple.
1: I mean, imagine Pat Mahomes on the Cowboys right now. Yeah, C. I know, Lamb him. and Tony Pollard and.
0: What else you think? You know, like Joe Burrow. Burrow, obviously, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, like, can you imagine? I think Lamar Jackson would thrive too.
1: Yeah, him yeah. and Tony Pollard would be the scariest backfield in the NFL.
0: Yeah, now, I'm with you on that.
1: I think Trevor Lawrence is better in Dak.
0: I mean, I don't know. I just don't know if I'm there (laughs) yet to to say that Um, because Trevor Lawrence, he doesn't take care of the ball much better than Dak does, you know? So, I mean, if that's an X factor that makes Dak not good enough to win a championship, then I'm not putting Trevor Lawrence over him because Trevor Lawrence has the same problem. Yeah. So, but he's young, he's young and he's still growing. He's not even in his prime yet.
1: So, you know what I mean though? Like, just that offense, like the weapons they have are incredible. The defense is incredible. Special team's a little shaky, but. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Last thing I want to bring up before we do finish the pod, um, I was going to talk about the Giants. We can save that for another time. Their season's over. <laughs> I think they need to re-sign Saquon. No um, franchise tag, none of that. Give him his money. Give him Give him $16 million. Yeah. Like, what's the bi- like? Yes, I understand that's a boatload of money for a running back. But he's deserving, man. And you need him to be good. You want to keep him. Um, And then Daniel Jones, I don't know if he's up for a contract extension. Um, So that'll be interesting to see what they do. But the last thing I wanted to bring up, it's been moving around social media. A lot of people over the last few days are comparing prime Cam Newton to Josh Allen now. And they're saying prime Cam Newton was better than Josh Allen is now. What do you think of that? I think that's a little disrespectful. I mean, think Cam so? Newton
1: took a kind of a dog shit team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He really did. He was
0: tremendous yeah. in his prime.
1: Who was he had his best players were Greg Olson, Devin Funches.
0: I don't think he was on that. Was yeah, he? Yeah, he was. So DJ Moore.
1: Uh, I don't think he was on it. Oh, I Devin Funches.
0: Yeah, Devin Funches. I don't think their running back was any good.
1: Uh I feel like he was good. I can't remember who it was, but point is that team was not very good. Yeah. And I don't know. So it, it is. It's an interesting debate. It is, but, I mean, Cam Newton was a freak. He was. Uh, he wasn't that good of a He was a like bat. before he his time, low
0: key. He was like a little bit ahead. Yeah, he
1: was not nearly as good of a passer as Josh Allen.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: But he didn't have the guys Josh Allen had. Yeah. God, the Panthers, agree. Are, the Panthers are a horrible franchise. They <laughs> I are.
0: don't know what they're going to do these next few years. They yeah. traded away their one and only asset. <laughs> um and now I mean they got a couple picks but I don't know where they go from there honestly because they have three QBs in their quarterback room and I don't think any of them are the answer <laughs> I mean we'll see if they move to Mack Rowe next year but yeah I, mean, I don't think he's the answer
1: no don't. I don't they might have the worst record in the league next year
0: yeah probably yeah well, what pick do they have
1: top five
0: yeah I mean they're not getting a quarterback because <laughs> you know a lot of I, I saw a mock this morning that said they think, you know, C.J. Stroud's going to go to the Texans now, and then Bryce Young goes to the Colts. I'm
1: going to be surprised. C.J. Stroud is – he's, he's going to be
0: different, I think. He got yeah. the NFL build. Yeah. No, I, him Him and Bryce Young are going to be pretty talented in the league. It'll be fun to watch.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think the Panthers are going to tank. I don't even think it's gonna be need to be like yeah. done on purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just gonna tank and then they're gonna get like Caleb Williams with the first pick in the draft and uh-huh. go from there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be it'll be interesting to see, but you know, we got the best time of the year in football to talk about still. So we got a couple more weeks and then we'll get into offseason stuff. But that'll do it for our show today. Um next week with the week in between the conference championship and the Super Bowl. Um we'll get more into depth about hoops as the all-star break's coming up how the Nuggets are dominating. Uh, It's them and the Celtics, the top of the NBA right now. Um, Philadelphia has um, quietly become the second best team in the Eastern Conference. Um, So that's another thing we'll talk about uh, next week and a whole lot more. Don't forget to tune into that show next week. Um, It'll be a good one to listen to in between uh, the football bye week, I guess, so to speak, in between the Pro Bowl. But yeah, that's it. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is Podcast 17. I'm always going to be surprised as we keep, getting further and further into this um but yeah that'll do it thank you guys for tuning in and i'll see you guys next week